0: Hey guys, welcome to the CIP podcast. My name is Michael Mazie. I'm your host of the show. CIP stands for Change Is Possible. I truly believe change is possible no matter how far down the scale you've gone. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to leave me some feedback once we're finished. How we doing, mate? That's it. Doing great. <laughs> Good stuff mate. Well, welcome oh, no, James not. to the CIP podcast. You're my first guest. um how are we doing, Ollie? Uh, Was that all right? Did that interfere with the sound? no uh, hi hi yeah. one two three four five yeah, okay cool talking. let's go again. welcome James to uh thanks for coming on the podcast, mate. That's my Great. absolute pleasure. I'm yeah. I'm
1: honoured. It's a joy to be here. Thank you
0: for inviting me. Yeah, good, good. You're my first guest as well. What a, what a, what a privilege. Do you know? I think the thing that fascinated me about your story when we met was how there were so many similarities in our lives, but we'd also lived completely different lives. And I think it could be a real eye opener for people watching this if. Sort of, you could just tell us, take us right back to the beginning. Sure. What life was like for you, and all of that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's, it's interesting you say that because we are, I mean, from from different worlds effectively, but of mm. but have in a way done the, gone along the same the same journey. Albeit, mm. you know, it's all relative. But mm. um, I fully admit I was I'm very fortunate as a, as a youngster grew up in a in a loving loving family two parents who, who loved each other very much and would have done anything for, for myself and, and my younger brother um, dad worked incredibly hard from a, from a you know, left school young age but worked his way up through the, the banking world um, was, was was successful not you know sort of crazy Crazy rich, but enough did well enough to put my my brother and, and myself through a through a very good school. Um, and we was, we never was private school. It was private yeah, yeah. school, yeah. yeah. Um, and so we never really wanted for for a great deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and grow, growing up, I I was a I suppose what you, we what call an, an achieve an achiever. Um, I I'd captain this sports team and that sports team, and was musical and academic and. And did well, and and was constantly getting the praise from uh, two proud parents. Mm. Um And and then it never really sort of struggled to get through grades and 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 things like that. And, and but he, it does make you. You're looking back, it does make you think. You're throughout your life, you're sort of pushed through this this journey mm-hmm. of of what successes you know this perception of success it's you know going and, go and get good grades at school and mm-hmm. then go and go to uni- university and get a good job and get, get a good, mm-hmm. um, get a family buy a house etc etc yeah um, and it's interesting how that that success directs you We'll perhaps come on to this a little bit later in terms yeah. of what success means for different people mm. um, but I yeah, I I, uh, I did well, and, and as I say, was constantly being being praised for my my achievements, and and it, it gave me this sense of, I suppose in, invincibility in mm. a way. Was
0: um, you the eldest? So you had one brother? Yeah. So a you young. young? Yeah, I've got a younger brother. Yeah. Okay. So you're so the, so the eldest. I was, I was <coughs> the of So there's the sometimes a bit more pressure there as well, because mm. you're the eldest, about wanting to like set an example as well. Was uh, there a bit of that as well?
1: Uh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, and I I did well, and my um. My my brother sort of, I, I mean, I, I feel sorry for him in a, in a way, in that he had that sort of shadow in which to which to follow. Mm. Um, and he we, he and I are very very different. Um, he he wasn't in, in terribly into sports, and and so we've never nec- never been terribly competitive. You know, there's a um, there can, you can be a lot of competition and 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 um, combativeness between between brothers mm. uh, if you're too similar. But we so we never really fought. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and actually, have a very, very good relationship as a result of that. Sorry, I'm going to have to put this put this up again. 'cause That's I'm right. Slouching, <laughs> no <laughs> worries. Um, so yeah, we've we've got a very good relationship as a, as a <clears> result <throat> of that because we've never, um, never, never been terribly competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I d- I, he he did have to sort of follow in that. Um, that it sounds a bit lame now, but that sort of shadow of of success. Yeah. Um, and I was put up on this pedestal by by my parents and teachers and, and, and things like that so, And I say it gave me this sort of sense of I can achieve whatever I want and I, I, w- I went through probably the first sort of 25 years of my life without ever having any setbacks Right. Yeah, sort of, it all came um, I don't want this to sound big-headed but it all came fairly easily too yeah. but, but because of that my you know my, my upbringing I was sort of put on that put on that path yeah um so your parents so done by, a by great two, job by basically. two loving parents exactly yeah yeah, yeah. exactly so I'm, I'm you know eternally eternally grateful to mm. to them for that yeah um <clears throat> so I, I, again get good grades got good grades go to a good university off i went good university um and it was then that uh, that sort of freedom kicked in okay and, you know you sort of you, you're away from away from you know the restraints of, of of parenthood and living with living with mum and dad you go off and you you spend 3 years surrounded by s- effectively similar minded people all yeah. of whom have got a bit of expendable cash from mummy and daddy and you spend that you spend basically spend mummy and dad daddy's cash <laughs> getting as drunk as you possibly can for 3 years and it's all it's all perfectly acceptable um what uni is so? it you went to so i went to Durham university okay um studied Classics, which was a complete waste of time, um, <laughs> involved five hours of lectures a week, most of which I didn't go to because I was too busy drinking or playing rugby or running the college bar or nice. whatever it is students get up to. Um, and in that in that setting, where it's acceptable to go and be shitface, hmm. um, and it's banter and it's fun there's there's it's very difficult to gauge the level of acceptability as to, you know, where the where the limit is. If mm-hmm. you pass out or you vomit, it's always it's hilarious, isn't it? Mm. Oh, James is oh, such a lad kind of and there's this mentality of that sort of alpha male. Mm. Um and that is very, very relatable into uh, many, many years I spent playing rugby yeah. as well. This ultra manly sports where it's all about bravado and um being the, the biggest and the, the, the strongest and sort of proving yourself to to others mm. um when it it should i mean the, rugby's a fascinating fascinating sport um we talk on the the morning of the rugby world cup so it's uh, it's relevant
0: yeah that's right um
1: in that the 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 bonds made between players it's a very sort of brotherly kind of um, it's a bit like the time yeah. we spent on SAS you spend time mm. in this highly pressurized situation putting your body on the line uh, taking an absolute battering for for 80 minutes be- beating seven bells out of each other and y- you you form a, a closeness as a result of that with your with your teammates
0: mm. and
1: a respect as well for for your teammates and, and for the for the opposition which means that come 80 minutes when the final bell final whistle goes you've spent you have spent the time beating the shit out of each other Mm. you want to celebrate that achievement and you want to basically you get on the beers yeah it's a it's a team bonding on the pitch and a team bonding after the pitch yeah and the culture is very much who can who can drink them who's the biggest who's the the, the, the biggest lad who can down the most pints and I mean even the the, even the man of the match Mm -hmm. was awarded a Awarded, I say, you know, we use that term very loosely. Yeah, a pint to down you know, you're down a pint if you're the man of the match, and there's, right. you know, there's many, many, many beers and, mm. and drinking games and shots and, and coming onto women, and and it's all. If if you came into a pub for a quiet drink on a Saturday evening, and my myself and my teammates were in the corner being raucous, you'd probably do a U-turn and walk straight back out. Yeah, right. But you know, we didn't care who we upset. It was all, as I say, it was all bravado and banter. Mm.
0: Uh,
1: and again, it's, it's very difficult to gauge that level of what's what's acceptable mm. behaviour in society's terms. Yeah, of course. Being
0: drunk and vomiting and being inappropriate. And um, was there a bit of you during that that felt like you wanted to do something differently, but because it was you had such a close bond with all them guys, you you felt like you couldn't go against the grain probably yeah yeah
1: um, I mean you sort of I suppose it's a case of being a shepherd or a sheep isn't it very yeah. much you know you're drawn into this mentality of I must prove
0: myself mm. where it's when, tough oh, isn't it when, 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 when there's it a group again. of guys and you're all that close and you're all sort of doing the same thing you're doing the same thing on the pitch it's mm. almost like a rule you, you just you just together and you do the same thing off the yeah, pitch.
1: yeah and and it, it comes down to again it comes down to acceptance when it should be it should be the case that you can be accepted for being a, a great player putting in a great performance on the pitch mm. unfortunately there's a there's a mentality that you have to prove yourself off the pitch mm. to be accepted as well when yeah. when you really don't mm. because I haven't drunk for three years now, and I'm still great friends with the guys I used to play rugby with. They accept it.
0: Well done, by the way, (laughs) mate. Thank you very much. Massive, massive achievement. Three
1: three and uh, and a half, three and and a half half
0: years, mate. Solid. Um, So,
1: but yeah, at the time, I must, I must prove myself. I must be accepted. Mm -hmm. I must be accepted as a social member of the team, as well as and you know, I must drink more than than everyone else, etc., etc. And because I'm a big guy, I was. I'm 15 stone now, but I was. Close on seventeen when I was, was playing rugby, I could drink and drink and drink, and there was just no st- no stopping. Mm-hmm. And you combine that with um, what I, I mean, it's probably probably a well-known phrase, an off switch. Yeah, I, I never have, I n- I've never had it. Yeah. I, the vast majority of people when they when they drink, they will have however many it is, four, five, whatever, and, just, and think oh, okay, a little bit tipsy here. I'm just gonna back off slightly mm-hmm. i i i go into the, i go up a gear yeah right. i get to that point and i i think this is absolutely brilliant i'm gonna have twice <laughs> twice as many mm. um i've never had that reflex of of being able to realize mm. okay enough's enough yeah um, was there
0: I, anyone in your life at that time who sort of pointed that out to you or was everyone in that team just no, like doing the same thing that's the trouble is that it was acceptable and everyone was doing the same kind of thing it right. was
1: it was very much a group wolf yeah. pack kind of yeah. So you're even like of sort of so praised, you're being, praised more. You're being egged it. on. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, nah, right. yeah, yeah. So it's it's interesting, very interesting how the how the, the, the sort of the group setting facilitates it uh, as well. Mm. Uh, and when you're young and and you can do this and you can you know get up and. Um, the next morning, you know, it's feeling a bit wooly, but actually you're able to sort of go about your, your day-to-day business. Yeah, yeah, it's, right. it's doable. You get older and older, and the hangovers get worse and worse, and, yeah. and it starts to start to eat
0: away. You did it? Did it? Have we got a photo of the rugby? Can we get a photo of him? There we go. That's so uh,
1: is that is that at uni or is that? So no, that's <coughs> club rugby. So that's the team called Tunbridge Wells Rugby Club. So that's where you went um, to after you So I, I had played with them for them as a junior. Yeah. As a sort of young young lads Um I I did a year between um school and university, played a bit played a bit for, for them during that year before going abroad. Yeah. Went off to uni for three years, came back and, right, okay. and started playing for, for Tumidr Wells again. Wow. Um so that, I guess they were pretty They they were good. They were all right. Side, yeah. my, the, uh, the last last year of my career I actually um did a slightly treacherous thing and, and went hopped over to the local rivals who were um, national league level so semi semi professional, effectively, I was being paid a little bit of, little bit of cash, um, right, okay. beer be money, effectively, <laughs> for my uh, so for my troubles. The Tunbridge Wells um, fans. So like then. I'm still friends. I, in fact, oh. I've, I've since gone back to, to Tunbridge Wells and coach for. the for, Oh, for good. The side of this. I'm, yeah, rugby's not well like youngsters.
0: football in that way, is it? Actually, no, no, they're no, quite. Fact, they're a bit more civil. Tunbridge Wells were were going through a bit of a, a slump. Uh, they, right.
1: I'm sure they won't mind me. Uh, high, high <laughs> t- high we love that. I'm sure they won't <laughs> mind me saying this. They've they've since gone um, you know, back up through the through the leagues, but great the local rivals Tunbridge Juddians came knocking one 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 summer in the off season and said, "Oh, how do you fancy coming coming over? Uh,
0: we'll give you a bit of I say a bit of beer money." So uh, it was <laughs> nice. It was it was tempting. Um, so at, th- so th- at this stage, so if you just to put it in context, so you, you're finishing up uni, the drinking's taken off. You're, you're doing this like sort of on the side as mm. well sort Mm -hmm. of At what point did it get to the point where you you, you're thinking maybe this is maybe holding me back or it's causing me problems it was
1: never my drinking was never a problem Mm -hmm. in inverted commas Mm -hmm. um, because it was it was always problematic let's say Mm -hmm. until um, I I injured myself quite quite severely Um, I was very disciplined with my Training. I mean, as I say, it wasn't you know playing playing full time or, or anything. I was you know, working working a full time job. wasn't wasn't playing playing rugby full time. But took my training very seriously. Took my diet very seriously. Um, gym, cardio, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, all geared towards a rugby game of rugby on a Saturday afternoon and then beers with the lads afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did this week in, week out, week in, week out for for several years. Uh, it wasn't until I actually moved over to, to Tunbridge Juddians, and, and I remember it vividly, the ninth of February two thousand and thirteen, hammered uh, sort of full full tongs into uh, into an opponent, and just mistimed the tackle ever so slightly. So rather than hitting him with my shoulder, I just flew headfirst into his into his midriff, and the collision compacted my neck severely. And uh, at the time, I thought, Christ, that, that, that hurt. And I had uh, we call it a stinger. You get this sort of shooting pain down your down your arm when you you trap a nerve. And I've still got a slightly numb sensation in my right thumb from from nerve damage. Anyway, wow. I sat up, so I obviously wasn't you know paralysed at there and then. Fortunately, we'll come on to that. Yeah. Um, I sat up and and the physio came on and sort of carted me off and said we'll we'll put a bit of ice on it 15 minutes later I wanted to come back on the pitch I was like yeah raring to go oh, yeah this is brilliant oh, come on come on I'm fine I'm fine let me on um, fortunately the, the physio had a little bit more sense than I did at the time and said no, no James we'll just sit the rest of the uh, sit the rest of the game out we were winning and they were the team were perfectly capable of, of doing the final final few moments of the game without me um, and I didn't really think much more of it. The next morning, I was stiff neck was stiff, and, and I just put it down to the, the, the post-match bumps and bruises and scrapes. I woke up every Sunday morning feeling a hungover and b like I'd been hit by a bus. So I, I didn't think much more of it. Mm. So did you go out that night? <coughs> after the game as afterwards. Well? Yeah, I had a few beers afterwards. Right, standard. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, and actually, that probably helped from a um, pain-killing perspective mm. because. 48 hours later on the Monday so I game on the Saturday afternoon on the Monday night I was lying in bed at uh, so Tuesday morning it would have been two o'clock in the morning and it's hard to describe my entire body from head to toe was I was in absolutely agonizing pain I was just throbbing this sort of pulsing sensation going throughout my body um, and it, say, it's hard to describe but I, I knew from having had various breaks, bumps, bruises over the years that there was something wrong. And I was lying in bed with my, my girlfriend at the time and I sat up and I sort of started putting my clothes on. I say it was three o'clock in the morning, so <laughs> my ex gets up and says, James, what earth are you doing? I like, I'm I'm taking myself to hospital. And so I was you know, I was going to drive myself to, to hospital. Anyway, she uh, sort of begrudgingly agreed to. Oh, don't don't be silly. I'll I'll take you, and uh, wandered into the wandered into the hospital. And the trouble was, I was quite nonchalant about it. I don't like making particular fuss about these things, so I sort mm. of wandered into the hospital and said, oh, I think I've I <clears throat> think I've hurt my I think I've hurt myself. Rather than I'm, I'm screaming pain from head to toe. Oh, yeah, I think right. So they sat me down, gave me a couple of paracetamol, and four hours later. Um, This sort of obviously they forgot about me. Four hours later, I was whisked through into the X-ray, and then another couple of hours passed while they assessed it. I had a CT scan in the in the meantime, um, which is I don't know if anyone listening doesn't know it's a slightly more detailed X-ray, and the CT scan showed a fracture to my to a vertebra in my neck. And you would not believe how quickly a hospital staff. Can transition from not giving a shit <laughs> to the entire hospital um, in meltdown. Was, oh my god, this guy's broken his neck. We need so I had. Bear, as I say, bear in mind I was about seventeen stone at the time. I had six people carrying me around on a stretcher, um, and was eventually they found a, a hospital bed, um, and I was sellotaped to it for five days, while they assessed whether or not. I had a stable or instable fracture. Now, bearing in mind, I has as I say, I'd walked around for two days, walked into the hospital. My head wasn't about to fall off, but they needed to be certain of these things. So, um, thank so you. So, just, to, the, to, just uh, to get that clear yeah. so
0: <laughs> you play in a game, you smash up your neck, you come off the pitch, you want to go back on the pitch. They don't let you back on. You then go to the pub, you then get pissed, you carry on with your life for a few days. The next day, I had the next day I had. the
1: day after the Sunday, I had my my best friend came over for a Sunday roast. We went to the pub that Sunday yeah. afternoon. We were playing darts. So you were full on walking so around was, with I a fractured neck. was around for forty-eight hours with right. a broken neck.
0: Wow. Have we uh, got a photo of that? Can we get that photo up? So that's I, am. So is, that's is, I say, is, sellotaped to. A, so that. Bloody hell!
1: So that was to prevent me moving my my head left and right. Yeah, I was. And how long I was completely you completely like that? Incapacitated like that for five days. Five days. Five days. Um,
0: How was that, mate? Oh, I mean, geez. it was because all you've got is your thoughts.
1: I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Yeah, right. Uh, it was horrific. Mm. Um, and actually, at the time, the girlfriend at the time made this sort of w- cardboard contraption for me with a hole in it, which sort of sat over my head like this, so that I could rest an iPad. Yeah. In the in the hole, so I was lying there like that with an iPad. About six inches away from my face, just just watching crap for five days, and yeah, as you say, you're sort of sat there with your thoughts, thinking, "Well, this thing sucks." Yeah, right. And uh, what was going through your head? Oh, manner of different things. Mostly, well, this is this is rugby, done, and that was
0: the start of the the spiral. Mm. So I stuck. uh, so Do, I guess your identity as a man as being successful precisely. Was, was purely yeah. wrapped up in being this tough identity rugby guy. is a, yeah. a huge thing, and mm. yeah, I'm really keen to talk about this.
1: Mm. Um, and a lot of I think m- a lot of mental health issues derive from a loss of I- a loss of identity or mm. not find not being able to find your identity. Mm. So very much so, and it, it sounds perhaps a little bit lame now, but. Very much so, my identity was that alpha male big rugby player, mm. or oh, I'm a lad kind of bravado um, I'm able to drink more than everyone else mm. mentality um but also that the camaraderie as i say of of rugby we, we, I say uh, we talk about the bonds on and off the on and off the pitch that you you form mm. with your your brothers in arms as a, as it were is mm. is incredibly important, and that 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 went in an instant. Um, so five days later, I was released from from the hospital with a, a carrier bag full of drugs, mm-hmm. morphine. And the rest actually, I had so I was I was on so many drugs that they had to give me a drug to stop the rest of the drugs corroding my stomach. <laughs> minute, right, so I was sort of dosed up on morphine for for three months. Quite how I'm not addicted to morphine, I don't know, <laughs> but Blimey. managed to avoid that one at least. Um, and I was packed off home. No, right, no, no, see you later. No, we'll, we'll 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 have a chat in a week or so, see how you're getting on. It's like, right, off you go. So did you have to have and like a <coughs> neck brace or So I wore that <coughs> that neck brace 24 hours a day for 3 months. Oh and it was the gosh. most uncomfortable thing I can d- I can't describe it to you. Slept in it for everything. Wow. Um I had to shower in it, the works, <sighs> right?
0: So <And> that <coughs> is almost like a constant reminder, oh, yeah, yeah, of yeah, yeah. what happened, isn't it? Yeah. Every yeah, yeah, yeah. day you're sort of y- you, can't escape away at you. Yeah. you. can't, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's like, I wasn't yeah. allowed to take it off to to stretch my neck or or, yeah. or you know get some relief from it. It was three eight three months. But yeah, I had to take those three months off work. Couldn't commute backwards and forwards to London for. I mean, the, the trouble the thing was, I was in my mind, I was fine. Mm. You know, I, as I say, walked around for two days afterwards. I would have happily gone off to work but mm. no the consultant that I saw no you're, you're staying at home you're, you're basically not moving for yeah. three months yeah and it wasn't his fault but that sent me on this this journey of depression cool call, call it what you want you Yeah, know, right. know of frustration <clears throat> anger the rest of it and and ultimately boredom Yeah, it's, five days was bad enough 3 months of of this and and there are only so many episodes of friends that you can watch on repeat on yeah, on course. Dave yeah. as I think it was back then or top yeah. gear or whatever is on. Yeah. Um that the boredom and and a girlfriend obviously at the time was was off to work so I was at home uh, alone from 9
0: 8:30 till 5:30 in the afternoon. Mm. So just to put that into context so you'd played rugby as a kid from what age? Six from six. Eight. Something like that. Like, yeah. When
1: were you when you had that injury? I was, 28 so you, I myself, so so was twenty eight when I injured myself. all twenty years or so. Every
0: yeah. week training and then a match on a Saturday and then now it's like boom. Yeah. Nothing. And, oh. a, and it and it, <coughs> again, I mean it's, it's a slightly slightly
1: aside topic, but as, as human beings, we need routine. Yeah. We like to think we're creatures of habit. Mm. Uh, sorry, we like to think we're we're spontaneous and, mm. and, and we mm. can do things off the cuff we we can, but uh, when it comes when it boils down to it, we are creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. And that I mean obviously not as a six year old, but very much as a an eighteen to twenty eight year old. Mm-hmm. That routine gave me that the, the rugby, the discipline that gave me my routine. Mm-hmm. Structure it, it gave me structure, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it was you know, a specific training, whether it's I don't know, cardio on a Monday, team training on a Tuesday mm-hmm. You get the picture throughout the week, eating mm. the right things, you know that that rugby is in the back of my head. I must be fit for I mm. must be healthy for rugby um and actually that leads on to another element of my mindset, yeah. in that i I need something to to focus on in the future, yeah or I need a goal in order to motivate myself mm-hmm. so when I was playing rugby, it was always I must be as you know the the fittest I can be for rugby I must be the best in my position in the league or whatever it is you know compared to opponents and and that gave me the drive Mm -hmm. to go to the gym to eat right and again when that was taken away I had nothing to nothing to motivate myself nothing to focus on
0: yeah
1: so I had all of these elements together and um, the boredom the frustration the lack of routine the lack of discipline the lack of structure Mm -hmm. and I found myself fairly early on in this process one afternoon nipping to the fridge and thinking "Oh, I'll, I'll just get a snack and all oh, there was a little you know cold can of beer there and it's a, a very tempting you know, glistening little mm. little bit of condensation <laughs> oh oh go on then so yeah. I, you know treated myself to a beer one afternoon thinking nothing nothing more of it <clears throat> the next day it was two the next day it was three you see where i'm going with this yeah right um and it i say that it wasn't a daily progression it was a week by you know it's it's a long drawn out thing Mm. but after three months of this i was putting away you know we're talking bottles of spirits uh, each day wow um and that's that was it was the start of the the spiral Mm. i went back off to work after the the three months and it and it and curbed it to to an extent but I suppose that, um, that spark yeah had been had been lit yeah and again add that to my mindset of, of the, the, the lack of off switch mm-hmm. um, and over the course of it was three years um, from when I broke my neck to when I finally gave up drinking over those three years you um you can imagine the, the the spiral yeah of course to the point where um i was i was living in london and uh i went out for <coughs> went out for drinks with work colleagues one mm. one evening uh, i was living with a, a another ex-girlfriend i've had a couple of them leave me for uh these <laughs> problems anyway yeah, yeah. So, another story um and i came home and for some i can't remember why but we had a, a, a Raging argument about something, mm-hmm. uh, and this is I say, after f- three, four, or five pints, whatever it is, and with, with work colleagues, I came home, had the best part of a, a bottle of wine on my mm-hmm. own, right? Had this raging argument, and then something something f- flicked in my, in my brain. I stormed out of the flat with a bottle of Jack Daniels, checked myself into a hotel, and drank the whole thing. And it, again, it goes to show big guy how much I could put okay. away. Mm. and it's scary in in hindsight mm. you know the blackouts and the the amount of life that mm. is lost yeah as a result of alcohol and drugs or whatever whatever your your mm. vices mm. um mm. these these periods of time you know, i woke up the next morning and I was having uh, breakfast in the, mm-hmm. in the hotel uh, treating myself to a you know full english kind of thing and I, I don't necessarily believe in divine intervention and, and that, that sort of stuff but I had what I can only describe as an outer body experience in that I I sort of you know drifted out of myself and looked down at this this pathetic individual who was struggling to eat a plate of sausages and baked beans because he felt so awful from the night the night before and something something clicked I can't do this I can't do this ever again Mm. Um, I can't feel like this I can't put myself through this I can't subject myself to this anymore Um, and it it was that light bulb that light bulb moment of and and again it's all relative but that was my that was my rock bottom
0: Wow that's amazing so Um, just so I can understand so after the injury I guess they said no rugby yeah no rugby so I I saw after the three months
1: of uh, being in the neck brace, so I went back to the consultants, and the, the neck brace came off, and oh, this sense of relief. And I said, "Right, when can I play rugby again?" And he sort of looked at me, and he shook his head, and you know, the finger came out. James, I think we need to call it a day on the rugby front. Oh, um, so then that so would have fed into so all of this. Then. Yeah, 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 yeah. So again, the, the loss of the, I don't know, the a- who, who of am so. I exactly now without yeah. that. And I mean, his his rationale, and it was it was. Fairly reasonable in in hindsight. Mm. His rationale was that I'd I'd almost paralysed myself first time round. I'd compacted my neck so badly that my um, one of the discs in my spine Mm. was was pressing up against my spinal cord. Wow. So if it had been any worse, I I wouldn't wouldn't have walked again. Unbelievable. And he he said basically, if you you do that, if you do the same thing, (gasps) you, you you won't walk again. Right.
0: So it's kind of a bit you know a kick in the uh in the reality yeah. Uh, spectrum yeah <laughs> um, of course so, so you yeah, have that and then you have a couple of failed relationships you're tricking along at work and then it's this moment in this hotel restaurant i guess mm. where it's like i don't i don't want this exactly it's i've, I've had enough, I've you know, had I, can't, enough yeah, I can't i can't do I can't this do to this. myself anymore yeah
1: um, and and everyone who has had that that moment of clarity has yeah. had it in different ways mm. um Mine was eating a fry up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, anyway. yeah, but it doesn't matter, does uh, it? It so that It happen, so can happen anywhere. No. So, uh, so that was me... March
0: twenty sixteen. Right. Um, okay. So that's you um, haven't had a drink I since I haven't then. Haven't drunk since then. Wow. I mean, that's incredible. Oh, thank you. So take me back to that to that morning. You've made. You've had this revelation. Mm. What did you do next? Because this is the gold for people yeah. listening. Is like okay, I can relate to what James has gone through. You know how did he do it because that's cool. what I think people who want to know what did yeah. you do day one yeah it's I mean it's 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 fascinating how the mind
1: can can be programmed I suppose into mm. achieving whatever it is we we want to achieve whether mm. it's you know, running a marathon which I'm doing now or, or getting sober or you know, getting a new job or you know buying a house it, it it's incredible in that I something as I say something switched mm-hmm. in my brain and I I then it sounds a bit corny but I then I basically I became addicted to being sober <laughs> wow, that's awesome. um, and I went to I went to the, the program I went to meetings I went to seminars I, I had had hypnotherapy I read literature uh, poured through literature on addiction mm. um, and I just immersed myself in this this understanding of of how to not drink yeah so I sort of trained my like I had trained myself in the discipline of eating healthily and getting fit for rugby mm-hmm. I trained myself in the discipline of of not drinking mm. um, and a major major step of that was telling my friends obviously yeah. you know that's it's, it's I say 20 years or so of, of n- not of drinking but playing playing rugby and being mm. part of that that pack yeah and being quite an a male and, and in that and being play. the yeah, yeah. you know you a big yeah, exactly, guy exactly the alpha um yeah. a big transition was coming 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 clean um mm. but yeah coming
0: okay, not coming out um yeah. but coming forward let's let's use that yeah. and yeah. how was right. that how was that like was all we the friends quite supportive they, they were of it well
1: they i say they were amazing they were amazing in their own way like yeah. rugby is it's, there's so much banter involved in rugby. Yeah, I, they were very, very supportive and welcoming of of the fact that I was not drinking. But yeah. they were I got a lot of stick for it. <laughs> oh, I was like yeah, yeah. Yeah, James, uh, was, my, was my nickname. Yeah, oh, Gwinnie's off the wagon. yeah. And there's <laughs> so, so, so many jokes, and you know, <laughs> so they try and jokingly sort of tempt me, and, yeah. and you know, they would never have allowed me to actually. Yeah. Uh, I've had a drink. But yeah, like, oh, go on, You know, you just have one. <laughs> kind of. There was all these sort of yeah. snide, jokey. Because I guess for them, joking. they might have. But thought, it was all.
0: This is just a. He's just had a bad thing, and he's probably going to drink again in a little while. Maybe.
1: I don't know. I mean, because I was, I, I, I realized quite early on in the process that being as open as possible about it mm-hmm. was the biggest um, uh, aid yeah. in, in 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 sort of pulling yourself through a process like this yeah. and that's a piece of advice I would give to anyone who is perhaps struggling or considering is is be open you yeah. know there's no point telling yourself that you are doing dry January or something whatever it is there's yeah. no point saying to yourself oh I'll, uh, I, I'm i not drinking because or, sorry I'm sort of waffling a bit but you know, in a social setting perhaps yeah there's no point saying to other people oh, I'm I'm on antibiotics or, yeah. you know, coming up with excuses as to why yeah. you don't drink.
0: Yeah, just be open and honest you, about you've it. You've just got
1: to be completely open and say, I, I don't drink, yeah. full, full stop. And let the chips fall where well they if, may. If someone wants to, a lot of people will accept that mm-hmm. and they'll move on and, you know, it'll be, that'll be the end of it. Some people will say why, ask why. And, and again, if, yeah, it's there's no point beating about the bush and coming up with excuses or lying about it. Uh, you know i've I've had a drinking problem in the past, whatever it is um saying it straight because ultimately if you're lying and not being honest with other people mm-hmm. you're lying and not being honest to yourself yeah right. which is which <clears throat> is the that's the what really matters by. isn't it exactly yeah, yeah. so I was very open so i talked to them about my because um, th- they didn't know that I'd been doing this at home and and on my own and, and mm-hmm. they were very understanding of the of the situation so I, I accepted it with with no problem albeit with a bit of uh, a bit of, a bit, bit of a bit of stick and banter <laughs> in there uh, in the process that's yeah.
0: awesome mate well right. well done mate thank you so let's let's talk about sas who des wins i yeah, think we've got a picture of, of you on here so <laughs> What was obviously that's where we met, yes, and we you know, created this bond. Santiago between Airport, us it in, was, in Santiago it? airport. about lost a year your luggage. ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd lost yeah. my luggage, uh, that had gone missing along with my boots, <laughs> <laughs> and they was offered me your was, boots, size 13. So I was listening I was like, to your, no thanks. your um, <laughs> your
1: changes possible um summary of the your summary experience, of summit, experience yeah. you had the choice of my boots or sam's boots, or sam's you? boots I like, yeah. go, shall i go two sizes too big or shall i go one size too small <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. i didn't fancy like clumping <laughs> yeah, around like in a clown <laughs> yeah, yeah i'll probably be falling yeah, all over yeah. the place probably tripping over <laughs> yeah. yeah so you know you done you done well on there you got Thank to you. the final eight didn't that's you? right yeah yeah, yeah yeah so what was your reason like your reason for for applying i mean obviously we've got some context of it now Mm. we get your whole story and Mm. it's motivational but Mm. was there any other reason why you applied so I mean this is the
1: the journey there's a lovely Mm. fluffy word that we we use when we talk about the the path that we've that we've gone down Mm -hmm. Um, I as part of my recovery Mm -hmm. um, found that exercise was 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 what enabled me to Mm. um, move Yeah, that gave me that motivation. It gave me that gave gave me that focus. So I, I as I say, I did the AA Mm -hmm. on and off. I wasn't probably as religious as I shouldn't should have been, but Mm -hmm. I I, I sort of dabbled with it. Um, But I I ultimately came to the conclusion that, and and you know, I I don't want people to get me wrong here because the AA is a phenomenal program. It has Mm -hmm. helped millions of people. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree. But for me, I I just I came to the conclusion that I was I preferred spending an hour. Going out for a run, than than spending an hour going going to a meeting. It, you mm-hmm. know, that run that, that clarity, that the ability to just sort of switch off. Mm-hmm. That's my mindfulness. That's mm-hmm. my
0: that's your therapy meditation.
1: And yeah. and uh, you know, obviously, you know uh, very very well about this. The mm-hmm. the, the, the steps. You know, mm-hmm. one of the first one is the higher power. Isn't mm. it? Yeah. Um, giving yourself over to a to a higher power. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it first or second? No, that, that's third um, step. Yeah, third step. Sorry. Yeah.
0: First step is um, accepting it, right?
1: So you accept it, mm-hmm. and then you 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 find your your higher power. Mm-hmm. And for me, that exercise was was, was my higher power. Mm-hmm. It gives me that 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 drive. Yeah. Um, but as I said earlier, the I need that that goal that yeah. thing to work towards in in the future. Okay. So. Yeah. I set myself uh, shortly after I I stopped drinking. I watched the London Marathon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a Sunday morning, and I was sat there with my with my dad and flicking flicking through the channels. And, and the marathon came on, right? and I had this just this overwhelming sense of of inspiration. I was like this this is incredible. Mm. I must do this. <laughs> right? Awesome. And so the next day, I got in touch with a, a, a rugby charity well, mm-hmm. I've worked with in the past a charity called wooden spoon and I said I want to do the marathon next year mm-hmm. and they had a number of places I got their first their first charity spot That's awesome. and I gave myself that that goal mm-hmm. uh, to work towards you know a year in advance yeah. I know now now know that I will be running the London Marathon yeah in 2017 it was um, And I set myself this goal and I set myself a time to do it in and various sort of targets to to look to to work towards and you know you break down that that you have you you set yourself an overarching goal and you break Mm -hmm. that down into you Mm -hmm. know so you're running 5k in the first week and 10k in the first month etc etc and um, it's a very good way of giving yourself mm. that discipline back so that, that was 2017 so London Marathon. I, I ran it 2017 yeah great how did you get on uh, so the goal was to do sub four hours yeah uh, just snuck in three hours
0: 56 amazing well uh, done uh, thank mate.
1: you um, and I was I, I was running down I can remember running down the uh, uh, the embankment towards Parliament and was overtaken by a Macmillan coffee mug and then a guy <laughs> in a then a guy in a suit, a full suit. <laughs> you know, so think this thing oh God, right. Yeah. But, credit um, to people but then I managed that. to uh, managed to beat a guy in a full dinosaur outfit by two minutes. So <laughs> I was I was cool. I was chuffed with that. Job movie. done. Oh yeah, thank you. Um, and yeah but, but again, the addictive person I just have an addictive personality.
0: Mm. Um, so you finish and, your marathon so I finish and you want the next thing
1: Oh, what's next right, right. and I say so combine combine that with having had this this injury uh, having you know done that to, to my, my body I'm fascinated mm-hmm. by on the one hand how <coughs> fragile the body human mm-hmm. body can be mm-hmm. uh, but on the other hand how when you push it it can achieve these incredible things so oh. whether it's running a marathon or running an ultra marathon or mm. climbing everest or swimming the channel or mm. there you know human beings have achieved these phenomenal mm. feats throughout throughout history so i'm fascinated by the concept of finding out what my own mm-hmm. capabilities are what my own limits are mm-hmm. so i've set myself accordingly a number of challenges so the marathon being being one and obviously the marathon is a um, worldwide concept of achievement Mm -hmm. but I guess as as we just said I then Mm -hmm. think to myself right what do I do now Um, and that's where SAS came. And in. SAS came into that, mm-hmm. um, albeit obviously on a whim, because five thousand people applied, and you never mm-hmm. think you're going to get a chance, do mm-hmm. you? Um, and you're not told until two weeks beforehand that you're actually mm. on it, and, they lead you, you g- exactly. <laughs> and you, they lead you down this exactly, and they lead you down this this garden path of. X in one one interview, then another interview. Oh, well, you've made it through to the next stage. Oh, you made it through to the next stage, That's and it, then you yeah. do your test, your, yeah. your psych test, and they make sure you're not completely crazy, which, <laughs> which we all are to an extent. <laughs> exactly. So uh, kind of defeats the point, doesn't it? But anyway, we're all nuts. Yeah, um, we are actually. You know, yeah. the rest of it, we've all done this thing, and we're all now running through deserts and you know, doing <laughs> exactly. stupid things afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And, um, so yeah, we're all, we're all mad. But anyway, um, you eventually get told. And off you go. Mm. And so that was—I was, was very—we were very fortunate in, mm-hmm. in, our, in in that that allowed me to uh, that I was able to build that into my mm. journey. There's the word again um, mm. of self-discovery, you mm. know, finding my finding my limits. Mm. So it was um, a
0: challenge you set yourself is like another thing to focus on, another thing to work towards. Exactly, which yeah, is all good. Yeah, keeps yeah, you motivated. It gave me a
1: lot of. I I I trained rigorously. Yeah. I, I got myself very fit yeah
0: i mean you could um, tell when we was out there he was you know up there physically with, yeah. the, with with the strongest and you was a great person in the group you always kept the fire going yeah the fire you know, kept God, the spirits going yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so was, i mean if you, you know, could if you think, think the fire came from just the fact that i didn't sleep
1: for 12 <laughs> days, so i might as well get up and like <laughs> yeah, you know stick, stick another code. log on um yeah you uh, again listen to your you know your your um, insights into this in in the previous previous podcast and you're just wired yeah for 12 12 days yeah um, you can't sleep you know, yeah you're worried that they're going to burst through the door at any moment you, mm. the lights go out at 10 o'clock in the accommodation at 11 o'clock they all come back on again and you're Beasted around the parade square for an hour.
0: Yeah.
1: Back in, you know, it's twelve o'clock. Then you've got to do night shift at two, from two till three, (laughs) and then you go back to bed. And then five o'clock, the lights come on, and you're beasted around the parade square again. Yeah. And it was, you know, relentless.
0: Yeah. Brutal beastings. Um. You got the uh, nickname out there from Aunt Middleton of the nickname of Rupert. And I've got to say, like amongst us fellow contestants, we all thought you handled that extremely well. I I took it as a compliment. Yeah, oh, yeah. i was quite like, happy to be there. Yeah, thanks, respect thanks to James Sam, for that. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it can be sort of—it's it's put it's across slightly, as if it was like like a negative thing. It's but slightly derogatory. Yeah, yeah, it's a no, shame. I really, take it on
1: the I take it on the chin. I mean, I'm fine with it. What made yeah. me laugh watching the show back is that, you know, I was given a bit of a hard time by Billy and an yeah. aunt in in that interview, and you know, managed to keep. me I think they were trying to rile me, trying mm. to get me upset, and I. I I kept it together. I, no, no problem. Right, you can give me as you know, much stick as you like. I'm, I'm not going to launch myself across the table and you know try and attack you, am I? Yeah. Um, but then as soon as I walked out of the room, Billy turned to Anne and said, "I, I like him. He's a good guy." Yeah. Like, so you know, it's all for, for yeah, TV, that's isn't good. it? But I'm, I was quite happy to be the. I, lo- I particularly liked a comment that Foxy made in that they were they were sort of discussing us final eight recruits, and uh, <clears throat> he said. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, he'd, he'd probably be in the you know back at the the, the command base uh, giving out the orders.
0: <laughs> <so>. <laughs> That's, That's not a, a bad comment, is it? You know, officer material supposedly. I think one of the, lovely, w- so. one of the big moments everyone remembers from that show with you is that moment with Rick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When it, you know you had the rope and you he let you down the rope and then you hit the rock That's and right. you know I think offer it'd be good for everyone to offer some insight into that because sure. my, my understanding was it it was a little bit different to how it was seen on the telly. <laughs> It, it was now. Um, yes, it, I mean, f- one on f- one hand, it
1: bloody hurt. <laughs> I was dropped fifty feet onto a rock, yeah, but on the other hand, on the other hand, I was I was okay. Yeah, I, I mean, it looked. The, the sort of cinematography and things like mm. it, it made it look a lot worse. Mm. Um, that said, my sort of leg seized up and we had to do this ridiculous trek up a hill the next day. So <laughs> I'm sort of hobbling on one leg up with a you know 30 kg Bergen on and, and yeah, struggling to keep up. Anyway, yeah. Um, but again, Rick, you
0: handled it so well. You came up, you gave Rick a cuddle. Oh, Rick, you know, Rick bless him, took you could, it you could, so
1: he took it so hard. He, he did. you and, could see he was beating himself up. And it, it wasn't his fault to the full extent that it was made out the, mm. the thing was rigged incorrectly if you watched the the, the celebrities did um, the celebrity show was was on air after we did ours mm-hmm. and I watched it looking specifically at the position of the rope right. and they had rigged it three three meters further out from the rocks for the celebrities oh, than they had us right okay so I wonder if there was an element of we'll try and get something on you know tell a story on television good entertainment and, and, you know, isn't it? it was good entertainment there's <laughs> a few
0: decisions like that Billy that called
1: it a little bit late and it wasn't rigged properly and Aunt made a bit of a fuss of it he dropped the C bomb and you know this <laughs> sort of, so it was you know Rick took it, it was, bless him, so bad so hard you saw that on Rick and I no point. yeah exactly yeah um there was no point me. Doing the same effort and blinding and making because we, we were that yeah. you know, we'd been selected together.
0: And you were close, weren't we, we you? We got on incredibly it, it, you well. You were, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, you were a we, few we beds laughed. away, weren't That's you? That's
1: right. Yeah, we we laughed and joked throughout. We had uh, we had this. On, on It's a shame it didn't come out on the television, but. Uh, it was edited out. We had this ongoing joke about yaks for some reason <laughs> yeah. being, being feral animals. That's and what we were, we, were t- we were team yak. Yeah, I don't team. Know why that, that Was, our name. It, team team was yeah, that that yeah. was gold? <laughs> Co- go- content. That gold. was our name on the <laughs> Born Survivor event. Team, yes. team hashtag Team Yak. <laughs> um, so no, we got we got on very well. Yeah, and good. So rather than just saying rather than saying to him, you, you know, you idiot, what, what have you done? Just gave him a hug and said, look, it's fine.
0: Yeah. because it, it was. Yeah, um, you know,
1: it, it could have been a lot worse, but it wasn't.
0: It wasn't. Yeah. And then
1: I was interviewed later on by Foxy and Ollie, and they said, "Well, you know, what happened? What did you think about that?" Said, okay, these these things these things happen. Mistakes are made. Mm. He didn't do it intentionally. Yeah. Um. So we move on. Yeah. We move on with our lives. And that's what no st- no harm no foul, as yeah. it were. It's so. great.
0: And that's what I love about you, James, mate. You're just such a good guy. So, for everyone. Watching now. What are you doing now? Because I know you're 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 you you doing a few other things. I know you've got an, a couple of fitness events coming up. So just Give, That's us, right. give us an update so, on where you're at and you know where everyone can yeah, find you as sure. well. sure.
1: So I, um, off the back of SAS, um, I did some publicity for a company called Life Insurance. Um, uh, sorry, Life Search. They're a life insurance company, and as a thank you, they they've uh, they offered to pay for entry into my next. Crazy challenge, um, and last summer I did a, a 100 kilometer ultra marathon. The next is a 100 mile, grimaces, uh, ultra marathon. How long um, is that over? Is have you got that? S- will I hope take 20 hours? I want to do it in 20 hours. Um, if I do anything under 24, I'll be I'll be happy. Apparently, you get, a be- you get a belt buckle saying 100 miles in a day if you do it in under 24 hours. So that'll be the the the, wow. the back. When is that? That's May next right, year. Okay. So, so it's called the, the Thames Path 100, wow. running from London to Oxford along the Thames. Which right. Would be that's nice. Quite scenic. Quite nice. Yeah. So that's the the next big uh, challenge physically mm-hmm. um, as well. Um, so I did a long one last year, and it was. Oh, it was incredible such a great event it, people sort of see running as quite a solitary um, uh, pastime mm-hmm. but when you come to the actual events themselves mm-hmm. like running the marathon you've got running marathon slightly different because you've got tens of thousands of people and everyone's in fancy dress and it's, it's, it's very much a sort of festival atmosphere mm-hmm. but even when there's 500 of you doing an, a, a, an event over 70 miles you talk to people. You get mm-hmm. to know people. You mm-hmm. find out people's stories. You help each other out. You give each other sweets. You, yeah. you help each other. You fill your bottles and you know, all that sort of stuff. It's, it's great, just, isn't it? It's lovely and yeah. it's this sort of community. So mm-hmm. it comes a bit back to, to my my rugby mm. kind of you know that's thought, your thought process. It's yeah. that being part of something. Mm. Um, so yeah, but that I managed to achieve managed to complete just about complete the um, the seventy miler in daylight, mm-hmm. whereas the the hundred miler will be through the night. And wow. that will be uh, mentally as obviously well as well as physically the mental side will be tough yeah um, but it comes back to the SAS thought process and especially the, the way that the special forces operatives um, conduct themselves and they have this um, understanding for want of a better word that once you you, you, you your, your mind gives out before your body mm. um, when you think you when you think you're done you've actually got a third left in the tank mm. it's a case of flicking that switch in the brain and saying yeah. oh, one foot in front of the other yeah and it's a case of you know discipline as well and understanding your body's needs from a fuel perspective the right mm-hmm. amount of carbs the right mm-hmm. amount of sugar the right amount of liquid etc so mm-hmm. um, it's a good exercise in understanding your body and as I say come back to that that um, interest in my own limits and mm-hmm. capabilities yeah um, so that's sort of <clears> the <throat> physical um, side um, from a career um, side uh, uh, of things the relating to the, the the fitness relating to the mental health relating to the uh, we talked about and this is where I come back to talking about success mm-hmm. uh, the perception of success mm-hmm. um, that we are guided through get a good you know go to get good grades go to a good university get a good job buy a house buy a car We're we're sort of driven by society and mm-hmm. um, And the number of people out there that get to 35 years old, and they've got a good house, and they've got a good car, and they're married with kids, and they think that shit. What do I do now? Yeah. And they've got 65 years of their life Mm. to work that out. Yeah. I was one of them people. (laughs) I was too. Yeah. Um. And I I now believe that I have found that purpose. Mm. Of helping other people mm. find their purpose mm. through my own through my own experiences, yeah, great. so I am looking at a a well wellness escape concept mm. designed around giving people um, that uh, understanding of of what they want in order mm-hmm. to feel like they have been successful rather yeah. than what society wants. Yeah, um, and the the concept of this the sort of the retreat the wellness retreat mm-hmm. is a is a is a very common one my my take on it is that you know a group of 20 people who go to Ibiza for the week and all do a yoga class together and all do meditation together and they mm-hmm. eat breakfast lunch and dinner and they sort of go through this fairly regimented boot camp style mm-hmm. few mm-hmm. days doesn't necessarily fulfill what is an incredibly personalized thing mental health Mm -hmm. wellness success Mm -hmm. they are all very very it's all very different according to the individual everyone has their own concept of what that entails Mm. so I am I'm looking to do a more personalized offering um, consultations in advance uh, with a raft of nutritionists PTs osteopaths physios sleep mm-hmm. coaches life coaches wow. you, you, you name it, it sounds really um, exciting giving people the that one-on-one tuition where perhaps they've mm. lost their way or not yet found their way yeah great um, burnout is mm-hmm. a is now a, a, a medical syndrome recognized mm-hmm. by the World Health Organization you know, yeah high, you know high-flying CEOs who are yeah. stressed beyond belief and and not perhaps managing the yeah you know, sort of personal side of their lives as they could be not yeah. eating the right things not exercising them because they're so focused on, well, I on read that it, yeah. success uh, yeah I read yeah.
0: an interesting article about that but the amount of suicides in in yeah. highly successful well still the highest owners. killer of
1: men between um, yeah 25 and 45 yeah. I think
0: so I think it's a great course. So if, if if we want to find out more info about that, <laughs> sure, should we just yeah. get, so get people to follow you on websites, your socials? Uh, website's up and running. It's um, just
1: I say in the in the um, initial phases at the moment, but mm-hmm. reconnectescapes.com. Great, awesome. Uh, we'll put a, we'll put a link to that, that up, on, uh, up on Thank the screen and at at reconnectescapes on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, um, looking to uh, build build that out over the over the coming. Weeks and weeks and months.
0: Great, mate. Yeah. Well, listen, mate. I'm something I'll, I'll be quite interested in myself, to be honest Wonderful. with you. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, come along. So, if anyone listening today heard anything, I think a lot of people will relate, especially people who are rugby in the rugby world. How can they connect with you? Like, can they connect with you on on Instagram um, or Facebook? Yeah, more or? than happy to chat to anyone on on Instagram. Uh,
1: as I say, um, at, well, so, so the, um, the the company uh, handle my own personal one is at James Gwinnett. Mm-hmm. very very simple. Great. Um more than happy to chat to anyone, more than happy to offer support, offer advice where I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I say that advice is obviously very personal to it to each individual. Yeah, uh, but but where where I can help I, I will do. That's great. And yeah, I'd love for people to sort of share their own experiences mm-hmm. with me and sort of say, you know, where they've come mm-hmm. uh,
0: on their on their own journeys so yeah, yeah, great. Great. So just before we wrap it up one more question. Um when it's all said and done what would they say about James Gwinnett?
1: who quite put me on the spot there. <laughs> um, I would like to be. As, I mean, as I say, I think people go through life without, without a purpose,
0: mm.
1: uh, without having achieved some something, uh, and they get to their deathbed and and you know they've they've had a good job and they've they've had a good car and they've had a good house. So what? You know, what does that mean? I want people to see see me as having pushed myself both in a mental and physical capacity to Mm -hmm. my my limits whether that's by going on a crazy TV show or running a an ultra marathon at the same time as having actually made a difference in terms of people's mental health and Mm -hmm. and well-being through through sharing my experiences Mm -hmm. and, and giving people strength and hope um, for their own their own circumstances.
0: Mate, I love that. Thanks for coming on, mate. My absolute pleasure. Thank nice one, buddy. It's been great to chat. Yeah, nice one, bro. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I really enjoyed doing it. If you heard anything during this episode that touched you or, you know, you reflected on and you want to talk more about it, find me on social media, on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram at MrMazy. Drop me a DM and let's keep this conversation going. If you get a moment, please leave me a rating and a review. I'm always open to feedback so I can improve the show going forward. Thanks for tuning in and have a great day.